Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Quarter Life Revolution podcast. I am your host, Heather. I'm very glad you are here and listening. So this podcast is for the 20 or 30 somethings in their quarter life crisis, I guess you might say. So feeling stuck, stagnant, um, looking to radically transform their lives themselves, um, infuse more magic in their life and basically stop being anyone but their true, authentic, genuine, real life self. Um, so my intention with this podcast is to keep it super real and down to earth, but because I'm super into all that stuff, um, it will be strongly laced with all the magical tools that I have been using to create breakthroughs in my own quarter life crisis as I have been and are going through, um, like astrology, crystals, tarot cards, manifestation, spirituality, um, and also talk a lot about solo travel and health and wellness and how they all played into my journey. Um, so if that's, if this stuff sounds sort of like your vibe, welcome to the team. Um, so before I get into the first episode today, which I'm basically just going to say a bit about the podcast and maybe like just a bit of background about my story, um, just to sort of introduce myself because, you know, you're listening to my voice, you probably want to know who I am and just, yeah, I just find it a lot easier to listen to podcasts when I feel like I know the person a little bit. So anyway, um, firstly, where I am right now, um, it is... I think it's just after 7pm on Thursday night. Um, I'm at home at my house. I live in the Mornington Peninsula, which is about an hour and a half outside of Melbourne in Australia. I'm in my room under my fluffy faux reindeer blanket. Um, my cat Giselle, I don't know if you can hear her, but she's meowing just outside the door because she's super pissed off that I'm in here without her. Um, so hopefully she won't be too distracting throughout the episode, but I don't have the heart to really lock her up (laughs) somewhere where we won't be able to hear her. So she's outside in front of the heater. Hopefully she'll settle down for a nap soon enough. Um, so before I get into my story, I'll just sort of talk about what my plan for this podcast is and what you can sort of expect if you're tuning in. Um, so I'm going to aim to do one or two episodes every week. Um, so firstly, they will always, I'll always going to do, um, this episode, this episode that I'm planning to call the millennial moon circle. Um, they're going to be released every Saturday or Sunday, either day on the weekend that I can get it done. And they're going to be a weekly episode all about the astrology for the coming week. Um, sort of what's in the air in the cosmos for the upcoming week so that we can use that to transform our lives and every aspect of ourselves and everything in our life um, in accordance to what's going on astrologically. So, I mean, I won't go into it too much here because that's not what this episode's all about, but basically in astrology, every like transit, every movement, every sun sign and every moon sign and every different aspect of astrology has a certain flavor to it, which um, if we harness the power behind each of these transits and these suns and these moons and whatever, we can use them to um, zone in on specific parts of our life and transform what works 
best for transforming like under that particular sign so for example like right now the sun is in cancer and cancer season is a sign all about self-love and particularly about the home um, where we live so if you were trying to I don't know clear out your entire house like cancer season's the time to do it you wanted to move um, or if you wanted to like bring in more self-care self-love practices cancer season is a super powerful like particularly powerful time during the year to work on that. Um, So that's sort of what you can expect from those weekly episodes. And then for the second episode that I'm hoping to do um, most weeks, it will just be a more general sort of um, tips, tricks, guidance, whatever I really feel like sharing or am going through myself at that moment or maybe me talking to people about how they came out of their own quarter-life crisis Um, all the stuff I wish I knew when I was going through, as I go through my own stuff, um, in one handy place. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure this podcast will sort of flow and change as it goes on. Um, I tend to change my mind about what I want to do all the time. So I'm assuming the podcast will sort of grow as I flow and change. I, I mean, speaking of astrology, if you know much about it, I am an Aries rising, so I'm super passionate, but what I'm passionate about changes every 20 seconds, so I'm always like, oh, I want to do this, now I want to do this, now I want to do this, like, can't really pay attention to one thing for more than a few minutes, so I'm always changing my mind, and I assume that the podcast will sort of probably follow that structure too but I will try and stick to the millennial moon circle that will be like a steady sort of thing um and then I guess the other episodes during the weeks will leave me a bit more freedom to talk about whatever is capturing my passionate fiery Aries heart at that moment um so as well as this podcast I also run a blog um which is which you can find at heatherman.com.au. Um, there I write really about the same sort of stuff. Like I'm probably much more comfortable at this point with the written word than the spoken word, but I guess that's why I started this podcast anyways, to get out of my comfort zone and learn how to speak rather than just hiding behind a keyboard. Um, so, yeah, you can find lots of blog blog posts and resources over there too. Um, So um, from there, I think I'll transition into my story, my journey, how I got to where I am right now. Um, Okay, so I mean, we might as well start from the very start. Um, I'll try and sum it up as best as I can and not go into too much detail right now. But basically, I was born in 1992. Um, in Melbourne, lived in a little, little like bushy, tiny little town, quite, quite a ways outside of the city. Um, I grew up a super chill kid, like barefoot all the time, lived in nature, lived in water, grew up pretty much, well, yeah, I did grow up next to a river, like all the bugs, snakes, spiders, whatever, I was one with them. As a little child, it was cool. Um, And, you know, my primary school experiences, again, like, I went to school and lived in very little towns. So 
I don't know, I guess I was maybe like sheltered from real life in some ways, but never really had a lot of trouble. Um, as you sort of get closer and closer to heading into the teenage years, you sort of realize life isn't that easy. Um, but I never really let it affect me too much. I sort of stayed true to who I really was in high school. Like, I mean, sorry, in primary school, I knew I got that sentence wrong. Yeah, I sort of like, I just didn't really care what people thought. Like I always had people that loved me really for who I was. So yeah, I just like do whatever I wanted. Um, but I guess the turning point of that was actually the very first day of high school. Um, that was a day when I really like just stopped being who I was completely. Um, I remember this exact moment because, okay, so it was the very first day of high school and we were in our homeroom and we all sat around in a circle um, and we were doing like one of those introductory get to know you exercises, which are the bane of my existence. And I plan to never, ever have to do one ever again. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, so we were all sitting in a circle and you just sort of say your name. And I think it was, yeah, three things that you like. Yeah, that was it. Um, anyway, so I was about in the middle, middle of the circle and all these people started going and I had my answers in my head, like ready to go. I was like going to say, hi, my name's Heather and my three favorite things or three favorite hobbies or whatever it was are reading, writing and horses because at the time I was super into horses. I don't know. That's one of those hobbies that just sort of faded with age, but whatever. Anyways, I had my answers ready to go, but as I started going around the circle, I realized that every single girl was saying the exact same three things. And there were three things that were exactly nothing like mine. Like every single girl was saying, you know, hey, my name's whatever. Um, my three favorite things are shopping, listening to music and hanging out with friends. And without fail, every single girl said the same thing. And that was when I think it clicked in my mind, like, oh, like, it's not safe to be myself here. Like, if I want any chance of making it out of high school alive, I have to change who I am. Um, and so I did. It got to my turn. And really, in that moment, I think I decided. I mean, I was only, what, 12 years old. But I decided in that moment, like, from now on, I'm not who I am. I'm this new girl. And I opened up my mouth and I said, hi, my name's Heather. And my three favorite hobbies are shopping, music, and hanging out with friends. And that was the start. I, yeah, that was the start of me, like, really losing who I was. And I lost her, I reckon, for a good decade, you know, like, into my early 20s. Um, so, after high school... And as uni started, I made like a good group of girlfriends towards the end of high school, even though my entire high school career was littered with bullying and mean girls. And it just, I mean, does anyone have a good high school experience? But anyway, I got to the end and I had finally found a nice group of girlfriends. Um, we all started uni um, at, the, at the same time. And I guess it was around this time that I really started partying a lot. And when I say partying, I mean like partying, like I couldn't just go out, like I would go out. I couldn't really be around people without being super, super drunk. I didn't know how to hold a conversation 
without being super, super drunk because I was starting to realize that all that we talked about, you know, was the same boring things. Like all we talked about was other people. All we talked about was how excited we were to go out like and get super drunk, how much we didn't like particular people. Like we were being nasty to people. Um, There was a lot of small talk, you know, like, and with all the adults in my life, it was always just small talk. I didn't have anyone in my life that I could talk to about like real things. And I guess I didn't really have any real things to talk about because I had no idea who I was or that I had any hobbies at all or any interests or any personality. Like, honestly, I just have no idea who I was at that time in my life. Um, So yeah, I'd be going out three, four times a week. It would be not at all rare that I'd drink like two bottles of sparkling wine, the cheapest possible sparkling wine before even getting to the club, just out of my mind. I had to be out of my mind to be around people because I just could not stand people and really couldn't stand myself, to be honest, but I didn't really realize it at the time. Um, And yeah, that was just to be able to hold a conversation. I have no idea what I talked about when I was that drunk, but at least for once, I was actually able to form words when when I wasn't drinking. I was just silent because I had nothing to say. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, and that really went on for that three years of uni. Same sort of pattern, just get drunk, like be hungover, do it again. Um, and that brings me to about age 21. Um, and so it was about age 21 when all my friends, they had started... Well, they had, were graduating from their degrees. They were starting real life. They were starting full-time jobs. Uh, and it was around this time I sort of realized that, oh, hey, you know, like everyone else is sort of moving forward, but I'm just here. I'm stuck, like stagnant. I'm not going anywhere. I don't feel passionate about what I'm doing. I mean, I was taking an accounting degree and I kept trying to get my heart into it, but I was just... I mean, I'd deferred twice, I'd gone down to part-time, no part of me wanted to be an accountant, but I just kept doing it because every time I talked about quitting, um, everyone would be like, oh, well, what are you going to study instead? And I'd be like, oh, I don't know, I just don't want to study this. And they'd be like, well, you know, you should just do a degree, like do any degree um, because it looks so good on your resume, like you won't ever get a good job or you won't ever make any money you won't ever survive if you don't have a degree, like you're a smart girl, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I, yeah, I kept, I really, I really did try. Um, but in my heart, I was like, well, I'm studying my life away to compete against like, millions of other people for a job that I don't even want to some extent like that's honestly what I knew would be in store like the um to get into finance and accounting jobs like especially in Melbourne it's so competitive like you're literally fighting tooth and nail thousands millions of other graduates and for what to earn like breadcrumbs when you break it down to the hourly rate for what you're expected to earn to sit inside in front of a screen what for 40 to 50 years of my life um, working 12, 16 hours a day, just miserable. Like that's really what I'm studying for. So I can do that. No, it just like, I, it wasn't what I wanted, 
but I felt like I had no choice because no alternatives have had ever been presented to me of like options for life. Um, anyway, so it was around this time too, when, you know, the three years of uni was coming to an end, but I obviously had longer to go because I deferred so much that I met my first long-term relationship. Um, so around the end of 2013, um, and the friends that were graduating and I, like, I guess for the two reasons, like one, the long-term relationship and also them moving into real life and me just feeling stuck, stagnant. Uh, we, yeah, we just drifted apart. Um, and it was around this time that I really started to get into a really dark place. But the thing was, is that it was a sort of dark place that sneaks up on you. Um, I was falling into depression and utter hopelessness and despair and I was miserable and I was angry at absolutely everything in the world but it was such a slow progressive fall into it that I didn't realize anything was wrong in that like every single day I'd just wake up a little bit more miserable and dark and angry than I had been the day before and so I never really questioned it because it happened slow gradually I just thought everyone felt like this so I never realized there was actually anything wrong was the way I was feeling you know, I'd been told my entire life, like, by adults that life is hard, that, oh, you know, like, have your fun now. That's, that was what they'd say when I was young, because when you get older, like, it's nothing but doom and gloom and misery, like, there's nothing to look forward to. These are your best days of your life. And so I guess I thought that that gradual progression into adulthood um, and that gradual progression into despair and darkness, that was, that was what becoming an adult was all about. You know, like, I believed that my life would look like everyone else's. I would finish uni, get a job, pay bills, make small talk with people that I just could not stand at all, um, escape with TV, drinking, and maybe, like, one week in Bali a year, and then I'd retire. See, when you retire, life is good, but it's just, like, the 40 to 50 years before that that you just have to get through, like, just push through, pay your bills, and then, you know, you can retire and life will be good. You can enjoy life then. This just kept getting worse and worse, like, the way I was feeling just kept getting worse, that, uh, you know, I think it was around March 2015 that I came to the realisation, like, oh, maybe life isn't meant to feel this bad. You know, I was miserable. I was definitely on the brink of depression, if not, like, there in it um I hated everyone I hated everything I woke up not wanting to wake up never ever ever woke up with a smile on my face like it was horrible <laughs> a horrible horrible person to be around I was taking my misery out on my family on my boyfriend I had no friends because I couldn't relate to anyone I had nothing to talk to anyone about because I thought that like no one understood me and like I didn't know who I was so how could I create a friendship when like I felt I didn't have a personality at all if that makes any sense. Um, yeah it was just completely blackness. I woke up, I, I was mechanical in my actions, I did what I had been programmed to do. I studied, I worked, I earned money, um, I 
put a smile on my face and pretended everything was okay to the outside world but you know I'm sure people knew that it was all mechanical it was fake I wasn't happy but I thought I did a pretty good job of hiding it anyway so yeah there was um this point in March 2015 when I woke up I guess you could say I was just like wow I don't want to live like this I honestly I have to make a change like I my only option is to make a change otherwise this is gonna get really dark really quickly and then it was just yeah once you sort of flick that switch everything changes so I just started questioning absolutely everything I had ever been taught why that became like my anthem you know like where did these beliefs come from why do I believe that there is one way to to live out my life like that I only have one option why do I have to study something I hate? Why um, Why have I been told that life has to be so hard? Like, why, why have we been programmed to think that there is, like, one specific way to live life? Why do I base my self-worth on the number of hours I work a week or how much money I make? Why do I never have any real conversations with anyone? Like, why is everyone pretending that everything's okay when we're all actually probably just as miserable as everyone else, but none of us have the guts to sit up and say, like, oh, this actually sucks. Like, I hate what I'm doing, you know? Like, why is everything so fake and plastic? You know, I just started questioning absolutely everything. And then there was also, like, the insecurities, you know? I always... I had really low self-worth. Like, I'd been on terrible diet fads like all throughout my teens you know I had terrible relationship with food with my body I was always insecure and I started to question this too around this time you know like why have I been told to follow fad diets why have I been told that I will feel good about myself if I count the number of almonds I have per day like why am I listening to someone who tells me to count like, oh, what is it? Like, eat no more than 10 almonds a day. Why do I respect that opinion, you know? Like, sure, maybe that works for some people, but I don't know why I kept that rule, like, hammered into my brain because I'd read it somewhere like, oh, you shouldn't eat more than 10 almonds a day because they're full of fat or something like that. Like, I don't know, but that was one specific one that stood out, you know? Like, why do I have conversations and we only ever talk about work? Like, And I just got to this point where after doing all this questioning, asking all the whys, I just realized that it wasn't for me. Like, the normal life was making me miserable, honestly, so angry and just a terrible person to be around, you know? Like, I was in tears or I was yelling or I was passive-aggressive, very, very, very passive-aggressive. My, I had become an absolute horror to be around I feel so horrible for my boyfriend at the time um with the way I acted but whatever that's in the past um you know I had no idea what I did want to do with my life but I definitely knew what I didn't want to do um and so from that point I decided to go on a hunt I guess to figure out who I was and what I did want to do with my life instead and that was the next two years that I spent just trying out things so from 2015 oh okay so yeah let's say so it was around 2000 yeah July 2015 I absolutely cracked I quit my job 
um, waitressing, decided I absolutely couldn't do it anymore. I had successfully completed the accounting degree after, what, five and a half years doing my best to get it done. Um, I had an accounting degree and I was just like, I don't want this. I think I applied for like one accounting job. The application took about 40 minutes. And you know, the only thing I got back was a rejection email that said like, sorry, you have not been successful this time. And I was just like, I spent 40 minutes of my time applying for this job that I never even wanted in the first place. And like, all I get back is some shitty rejection email. And I was just like, no, I'm not going through this process once again. No, thank you. Um, So I, yeah, quit my job and I booked flights to New Zealand. See, during this last few months when I'd been like questioning everything and trying to figure out alternatives for life, I'd, you know, come to the realization and done my research that what a lot of people do when they have no idea what they want to do with their lives is go traveling, especially by themselves. And I just knew this was something that I had to do. I had to get away from everyone in my life who, like, with the sweetest intentions and, like, love them for it, but believe they knew what was best for me and figure out what was actually best for me, like, underneath everyone else's influences. Because even though people love you when they make suggestions about what you should do with your life, like, they're projecting, like, what they want for themselves onto you in some way or, like, what they want you to do for them. So... The only I knew the only way I could get clarity on what I actually wanted, like peace from this a thousand voices swirling around in my mind of what I should do next, um, yeah, was to actually find silence and be alone. So I booked return flights to New Zealand and I went by myself. I didn't take a phone. Actually, no, no, my phone had broken, so I didn't have a phone. I had deleted Facebook because I needed like complete silence. Um, Instagram wasn't so much of a big thing in 2015, at least not in my world, so didn't have that. Um, and yeah, like I said, the next two years I just tried tried shit out. I just tried to figure out who I was and what I liked. Um, Travelled by myself in ten different countries. After this, I took and I took a month long road trip around Australia sleeping in the back of my Ford Focus sedan by myself. Um, So that, yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, it was just like little four-door sedan. I slept in the back of it for a month. Um, I started a cooking business, which lasted all of about six months till I got sick of it. Again, Aries rising lifestyle. I had started about four to five different blogs over this time. I lived in England, in the south of England, working in an ice cream shop for a little while. I wrote a book and published it. I started a other podcast also during this time, which I've since abandoned. I made entirely new friends from the friends I'd had my, like throughout my life, um, friends who I absolutely adore and are so much, you know, just, I guess, more aligned with who I am now and like the life that I'm living. And, you know, they're probably, probably the only people listening to this first episode so they know who they are hello love you you're the best I have lived in oh look so last year 2016 alone I lived in five different houses during the one year sort of got to the end of 2016 I just collapsed on my floor exhausted um and of course I guess in anyone's 
exploration of themselves slash quarter life crisis, there would be at least one heart shattering, traumatic, horrible breakup, which I definitely had in there too. I also read every single personal development book I could get my hands on and I found peace, I guess. I found inner peace. I found meditation and spirituality and I sort of made friends with my anxiety and it's been I think about 18 in the last 18 months I've really only had one panic attack and that was about six months ago um so yeah that all brings us up to October last year um so 2017 October I had just when I'd just come home from living in England in the ice cream shop I came back completely broke to my parents' house in Melbourne. Um, You know, after spending this two years trying to find myself, find my purpose, whatever. Um, Which, of course, like, I did. I made huge progress. I completely changed my life and my view on life and the way I speak to myself, my self-worth. But I don't think, like, I'd found exactly, like, my purpose, you know? Like, not in the sense I... believed that traveling would show me but what I did realize was that I couldn't live in the city anymore I had to move and I had to live by the ocean because when I'd been living in England I was living in Brighton so which is about I don't know a couple of hours south of England and it's on the sea Um, for anyone who doesn't know it's the most magical seaside English city ever Um, anyway so I came back to my parents house and I knew I had to get out of the city and so Uh, using all the stuff I'd learned about manifestation and the law of attraction from all those books I'd been reading and podcasts I'd been listening to and whatever else over the last couple of years as I was exploring my spirituality and all that good stuff, um, I informed the universe of my plans to move and two and a half weeks after landing from England, I sat down on the floor of my beautiful light-filled beachside house with only $27 to my name, sleeping on a mattress on the floor. But I was here. <clears throat> so since then, it's now about July, I guess you know that. Um, since then, I have been working in hospitality while I set up... Well, I mean, well, I continued to explore myself and who I am and look for my purpose and whatever. And now while I set up this business that I'm creating, um, this podcast, my blog, and also uh, to fund my yoga teacher training, which I'm doing in India in September. Um, And yeah, that brings us to now. Like, so I guess you can say I've had a very long, rocky, never-ending quarter life breakdown uh full of many many existential crises and I'm definitely still in it like I just I really have nicknamed this the never ending quarter life crisis because I don't know maybe it's something in my Aries rising I don't know but there just always seem to be something more but then again I am also a quadruple Scorpio so that is probably where the overdramatics come in in that every little thing in my life is a crisis, um, an existential crisis, very dramatic, tend to over-dramatize everything, which you'll probably pick up as you listen to this podcast. Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess I just created this platform because I just, 
don't want anyone to feel like they're ever alone. Like there's literally millions of us right now just questioning, you know, is this all there is? Like when we look around in our lives, like, and the lives that our parents' generation is living, like, is that it? Like, I want more. I know there has to be more. Um, and there is. Life is so much more than that. Life is meant to be good and happy and full of life and living, not monotonous routine, like needing five coffees to just get you going, to like get through a day that you actually genuinely hate. Like there is more to it. Um, so yeah, my aim is to act as your imperfect guide through any quarter life crisis, sharing what I wish I'd known while I was deep in it. I believe that the greatest gift that I can well, anyone can ever give someone is permission to fully be their true selves. And I wish someone had given me that. I mean, I guess any point from that day in high school onwards. Um, to unlearn all the junk that we have had programmed into us by the world. Um, the way that we've been taught to be like the same as everyone else. And I guess this is the permission ship that I'm permission slip that I'm giving to the world. Or, like, the demand, really, to just be yourself, whoever you are. Like, the world, we we need individuals. We need what everyone has to give to the world, you know? Everyone has something unique to contribute, and we need that. Not, like, another robotic, mindless human plugging away, like, making small talk and never saying what they really believe, what's on their mind, never standing up for what they believe in, never like finding what truly lights them up and makes and that they're passionate about and sharing that with the world because the world does not need more unhappiness. So, yeah, I anyway, I guess that is the summing up of my story. I'm sure a lot more of it will come out as I go through these episodes. Um I do enjoy talking about myself, so I'm sure that will happen. Um, you'll get to know me. And also, if you did want any more about, well, particularly about that two years of my life, 2015 to 2017, when I was just like searching for myself and that, traveling and all that stuff, um, my book that I published during that time, Unhinged, gives a very detailed account of that time in my life. And that's available like either from my website, which is heatherman.com.au. Um, it's also on Amazon and there's a Kindle ebook on Amazon as well of it. Um, and it's also available on like book depository and wherever else you buy like physical books online, like online bookstores, I think. I'm, yeah, definitely. And yeah, I feel like that is about all I wanted to say this week. Just wanted to introduce myself, introduce the podcast say a little bit this is the second time I've recorded this thing so I don't know it might sound a little funny but yeah I recorded the entire thing and then I don't know if it's just because I don't get very good reception in my house or something I don't have wi-fi in my house that is a whole other story that we can get into another time but yeah I recorded the entire thing and then I went to go make dinner and then I came back to like listen to it and the whole thing had disappeared and I was just like okay um and I don't know, I guess the old me would have just shrugged her shoulders and given up, gone to bed. But I was just like, no, I'm doing this. So I dedicated myself and I recorded again. And 
that brings us to now. I think that's it. So I will talk to you on, well, I guess either Saturday or Sunday for the first Millennial Moon Circle episode, which I'm really excited to record and share with you. Um, Thanks so much for listening. If you got this far, um, I'll talk to you then. Okay, bye.